we'll also get the audio portion rolling. Welcome. Um, yeah, we're in wave three. <laughs> wave three of what, you ask? And everything. Wave three of COVID. Um, the post-Easter numbers are coming in and, as expected, not pretty. So I think restrictions are going up or extended or whatever. So it's not like it's ruining anything. I get it's officially spring, but it's also wave three of kind of our ups and downs and kind of winter never lets go here. <laughs> so it, it sucks. Like February is always that kick in the junk minus 40 stretch to whatever degree that it is. But now, what is the saying for March? And I guess it's early April, mid-April already now. But they always say, in like a lamb, out like a lion, or vice versa. But all I know is it's this constant, like, you'll get plus 15, 20, and then it'll yank the carpet out from under you when you start kind of getting out the summer clothes and planning to be outside a little more. And then it'll warm up again, and then it dumps. So yesterday was beautiful, um, and now it's snowing. <laughs> so I don't know. I feel like we're fools. We always get our hopes up, and it's like, hey, it's spring, and then boom. Nope, go back inside, turn the furnace back on. And then it's spring, and then it's not. So yeah, wave three of everything. So hoping this is it but it looks like the whole week for us is around the zero-ish range like the wind is insane um i was talking with my mother she has snow so i guess we don't have it that bad we just have like kind of blowing cold rain so hoping that ends and we can officially call it spring but like i said it's also wave three or the third lockdown is it the third did any of them ever end I don't know. So we'll see. Um, Yeah. Still rocking this, this, and everything. Uh, This is my first one that I'm recording during the day, so the coloring isn't as bold, but whatever. It also doesn't need to look like I'm in my mom's basement recording. So with this one, I have a little better lighting going on for my face, so maybe this is better. Maybe add some art behind me, get something i don't know i'm still tinkering with this and ideas keep flowing so who knows where it's gonna go um i think i'm mostly done switching over the name so yay (laughs) my last name's off a lot of stuff people who know me know me and um the site i use still has me and i think even on spotify and some of them it lists me as the creator or publisher of the podcast so it's not like my name's scrubbed but my name's off twitter my name's off facebook my name's off instagram and my name isn't the end-all be-all of the podcast so maybe i can branch out into more stuff maybe i can even have people stand in or just do ones where it's me not even around we'll see it allows more kind of concepts and things I can do so we'll see it's fun um out of nowhere I had made that one I had made an NBA channel and I did 
a video on one of the drafts, the 79 draft. And that, to me, is when that league became legit. Larry Bird was drafted in 78, Magic Johnson in 79, and then, boom, you had the legitimate version of the NBA. Not to call it illegitimate, but it... I whatever i wasn't watching back then anyways but even because i like to watch a lot of the history stuff of nba and old games old documentaries and stuff like that and everything leads to larry bird and magic johnson coming into the league and then there was a few of the established stars that were around like your dr j's and stuff like that and then the drafts after that had your michael jordan's charles barkley's patrick ewing's um, Dominique Wilkins, Isaiah Thomas is in there. Um, your whole dream team lineup is showing up mostly in the mid to late 80s. I think Scottie Pippen was 88. Maybe he was, is he the youngest dream teamer? I, well, aside from Christian Leitner, but any college student could have, excuse me, done that. And it probably should have been Shaq, but Leitner was part of that massive Duke engine at the time, right? So... To the winners go the dream team spot for the college kid. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So all of a sudden, I made that one video. It got its handful of views, if anything, maybe pity ones from people who watch the podcast. But out of and I'd kind of forgotten about it, and I had meant to do like 80, 81, 82, and go through it, and then do some videos about each team. And I need to do this and kind of. Like everything, I just get lazy about some stuff. And at least with this, I set the once a week on it. And there's no fucking around, right? Like I may be on and off by a day, early, late. If I feel like doing two in a week, I do it, right? Um, But out of nowhere, I got a really positive comment on the YouTube video from the draft that I did. And so now I'm like, okay, there's just keep going, keep plugging away, don't kind of try once and lay it down right um i know even with streaming with video games i tried that and it died but that's more my choice i just i don't know i don't like that kind of um it's not performance but i just don't like that compared to this or making videos i gotta learn how to edit so that'll be kind of a fun little project to do um adding stuff layovers with this i just made a finely tuned where is it this and this um if you're watching the video if not i've learned i had to make a whole new logo um and then pick a color scheme and just go from there and so now take some time learn some editing instead of just playing um video games (laughs) every night when the kid's not around right so it was kind of neat because I was humming and hawing about it again. I watched a bunch of NBA last week. Um, what was I watching? The 1998 Bulls Pacers series because that one went to seven. And that's when Larry Bird was coaching. And Reggie Miller was the main star of Indiana and Smiths. But at least basketball is back in my brain again. And then I get this very positive, well done. I think it was just well done was the comment. And so gives me a little motivation like make another one see if you can get people coming back around there's some really great nba channels by fans who just love that 
80 to 2002, we'll say, era. I think 2002 is when they radically changed the rules about how you can play defense and stuff like that. So, yeah, things to think about. I'm using proper lighting, I think I said again. So that dampens the brightness of the background color. It's still there, but do I need that, right? Or do I put some pictures up or do I go back to green screening? So once again, more shit to kind of sort through. (laughs) What else is going on? Uh, It's WrestleMania weekend and... That one kind of makes me sad, but it puts two thoughts in my head. Um, Modern pro wrestling, or at least the mainstream stuff, it um, captivates me not at all. Um, And I have zero desire to watch. I know who's in there. I like some of them from when I've watched them. Um, But there's nothing I hear or see that is really like gives you that I need to see this feeling um I feel like any I need to see this kind of live action sport thing has kind of narrowed down to me watching UFC um that gives me the feelings I had and the emotions from when I watched pro wrestling and thought it was real shut up um (laughs) so and just that Outcome and not knowing who's going to win or the underdog can come out and win this thing. And now that UFC has a pretty decent um, array of decent shit talkers in it, like wrestling used to have, like look at The Rock, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Roddy Piper, those guys brought you in through their talking. And there's a lot of UFC guys like your Chael Sonnens and your Michael Bispings from the past Conor McGregor, a notable one. Colby Covington's a new one now. Um, well, not new, but he's kind of the big <clears throat> pro-Trump shit talker that they have. And it reminds me of wrestling, how they bring you into the building because people want to see you get your ass kicked. And that reminds me of a traditional wrestling heel and how they would talk you into the building because you want to see them or how you would come back if it was like the old territory loop. Um, where I live was part of the old stampede wrestling loop. And so, and one of my most vivid memories as a kid was it was during or right near the end of the show. It was bad news, Brown or honky tonk man. And I was ripping around with this stampede wrestling program, getting everyone to autograph it. And it was beautiful now as a memory because yeah, it was bad news, Brown. I went up to him and I was like, can you sign this? And he's 100% stayed in character. And he's like, get lost, kid, right? And like that, it's funny how that stuck with me, but they played the role, they lived the role. And now I feel that UFC guys are doing that better. Um, almost to be the villain in wrestling, you have to almost have people not like what you're doing across everything. And is it's, I don't know, it's not genuine to me. Like, people boo the bad guys because it's more that you're getting booed because people don't even want to waste their time watching you perform. Not that you're a vile um, heel or a vile person, right? Um, the last person I remember that did heal well, probably for WWE, 
And surprisingly, he did the good guy just as well was CM Punk and maybe the older run of Seth Rollins. But whatever, I'm going on a tangent. But UFC has replaced this and now it's to the point where WrestleMania, which is supposed to be their Super Bowl, really means nothing to me. And so I'll read some articles, maybe see if there's like YouTube highlights or something. But and now it's over two days, empty arena, UFC, fuck, they're packing a stadium next month, early March, end of April in Florida. And like we're right in wave two of this thing. Or who knows if numbers are going down in the States. I think parts of Canada are out of control more than America. But I think they have way more vaccine um, going around. But So yeah, they're going full-blown stadium. And you never hear anything about an outbreak at a UFC event. But where does the caution kind of take over? But yeah, it's kind of a sad notion because little me loved me some wrestling <laughs> but not anymore um glad i got it out of my system when i did <laughs> and yeah like i said ufc covers and pushes all those buttons right like um the physical kind of who is better and with this it's like truly mixed martial arts it's not that 1995 gong show ufc where you're watching a guy get repeatedly punched in the balls until he passes out or some of the other fucked up outcomes when everyone was like a specialist at something. <laughs> so now everyone is good at everything. So you're getting this true like who ultimate fighter, right, of everything. And it's now that they've added and a lot of them have learned that to sell the fight, they have to be a character. It works it really does some guys are still the stoic kind of quiet killing machines or kind of the the good sport um like what's the best example um steven wonderboy thompson i remember after um jorge masvidal and nate diaz had their baddest motherfucker match um <laughs> steven thompson wanted to be the nicest mofo belt holder for ufc but to each their own but yeah i like how there's like characters now in ufc and there have been for a while so probably thank uncle chael for that one <laughs> what else is going on um for my work it's a uh, new year um fiscally so the thing that's kind of in this last year because we had our covid anniversary a few weeks ago so now it's the longer you work where I work, you get more vacation time as you spend more time working for the company. And so I think it and it's how do you use vacation? Because you're not allowed to go anywhere. And so management kind of hypes up like still got to use it. Maybe plan a staycation. It's like, fuck, is that how you want to use your hard earned vacation time? For me, over the last year, I <clears throat> would just randomly if I didn't have the energy or kind of felt low I would peace out between 2 30 and 3 o'clock during a day and just it slowly compiled but I only took one like week off in those 52 weeks and 
I checked and I had only missed 11 and a half hours sick. Because when you're at home, the one time I kind of fell down for a few days, it's not that hard to get up, roll out of bed and just walk five feet and work. So I'm blessed with working at home. And the nice side, and I hope they see this in any analytics they run, um, I'm guessing sick time has tanked. Because I'm assuming there's more like me where they're like, well, fuck, I work at home anyways. So those lucky enough to work at home, I'm guessing their sick time has gone way down because they're not getting up off their desk and driving home or calling in sick and staying home. So more work is done. I'm assuming more productivity is happening. And so it's kind of a good thing. So maybe the stay at home, work at home thing will keep going through this. Um, I'm back and forth on it. But... Like I said, in this situation, it's really hard to use and actually have it feel like I'm taking a vacation. Like the word vacation has probably lost all meaning because all it really is now is time I'm not at my desk working between eight and five, right? So it's weird. Um, The other notion that I did quite a bit was um, throwing some hours and getting out either early or not working on a Friday and giving myself maybe a second long weekend in the month. So, or third or whatever, right? With whatever, where the stats line up for where you live. So it's weird. And I remember, I think I brought this up last time or two times ago when I was talking. And I've been thinking about it because I went for my haircut on yesterday and I remember last time I commented to her and I said it feels like I was just here and now it literally feels like I'm going there every Saturday when I'm going every fourth Saturday and I know I had brought this up before where and they I can't remember where I saw it but they said there was some study that people are losing their grasp on time and time management, and how to gauge the passing of time. And it's true. It's pretty fucked up. Like, there's zero... We've had a year of nothing memorable, hopefully, as long as nothing bad happened. Um, But if you're just doing the status quo, like, go to work, um, put your head down, work, and then every night is either your same family routine or your routine or... Um, I have friends who have sessions where they get together and game online. I have streaming friends. I have friends who just kind of, we kind of touch base every once in a while. I have a few friends that also run, but it's, you get into this cycle and then all the days blend together and it's now after it all and in the middle of it, it is not a pleasant feeling because like I said, Vacations aren't vacations. Um, Every day is the same. And we're under still some pretty tight constraints. So where do you make these memories? And you can only do so much like watch a new show, watch a new movie. Like I get that. Um, For me, it was learning to run. But now with running thrown in there, that's just part of that same day every day. And so... I don't know if that's going to create some kind of horrible mental fatigue for people when they get back to normalcy 
and when that happens. Like, are people going to really, like, say the vaccine rolls out and let's go with by the end of August, everyone's had it. In September, you got kids trying to go back to school and get into that routine. You have parents trying to get back into the routine of getting their kids to school and going to their job. Um, I get up early, but some like I don't go by an alarm. I just I fall asleep when I'm tired. But there's going to be people I guarantee who are working at home and they're getting up with just enough time to maybe have some breakfast, shower it off and get some work done. Like your home is your office now. And so are people going to be suffering from this horrible um, kind of, I don't know how to like, just, are you going to suffer some really like, is there going to be anxiety or are you going to be worn out? Cause your body's just not used to getting up, going to work, coming home, getting the dinner ready, like all these pieces that kind of fell away and created this blur are the sense of order is going to have to come back at some time. And uh, it'll be interesting how society kind of rectifies it. And if they do and what percentage are going to stay home altogether. But yeah, that's kind of what bits and what has been going through my mind. Um, once again, Um, So I have switched all of my social media over. If you're on the video, where's my hand? Right here. That's what I'm set up as now. Um, If you're listening to me through audio, I'll throw all of my social media and my Patreon in the um, podcast description. Once again, stay safe, stay warm, because we're in that downturn again. And then hopefully when I talk to you again... It is sunny days, and where are we at?